Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Hi, this is Virginia Nessie here with SEM Synergy. And the Bruce Clay team and I are over at Advanced in Seattle. We have been able to do a couple interviews for you guys. And this first one here is with Michael Gray. Hi, this is Virginia. I'm here with Michael Gray. We're at SMX Advanced, and Michael and I were talking a bit last night at the Microsoft party. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it was a good time last night. It was a good party. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the show so far? So far, pretty good. I know they got a big attendance from last year. I think they're like probably like double the size, so it's pretty crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear good things. I hear it's better than last year, and... Um, I don't know. It's, a lot more people, and you know, they're doing some new sessions, so you know we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, um, so last night we were talking a little bit about uh, social media. I mean, mm. that's that's a big deal in mm. our industry, obviously. And you were saying something about how I think there there's two problems with the way people do social media now, and why they're not getting the success that they're looking for. One of the big problems is. People aren't honest and they aren't genuine and they're not giving away facts. They're trying to just be so superficial just to get things out either just for themselves or either they're doing it for client work. Um, an example of something I'll do is I'll, I'll make it to something I understand and relate to. If, say, you're running a travel site and you're going to say, I'm going to, how to get more out of your trip to Disney World. So you'd put a, people put simple tips in like, use extra magic hours or use a fast pass. Now, you're going to say, okay, maybe I've heard of that before, and that sounds like a good idea, but it doesn't, there's nothing there for you that doesn't excite you. There's no experience, none of that stuff. It's not, a, it's not any, more, any way more genuine than anything else. But if I come to you and I say, if you're going to use extra magic hours, the best way is go to the parks early in the morning, leave at lunchtime, go back to the pool, take a nap, come back and stay late at night. That's a more valuable tip, and there's, more, there's just more expertise. You can understand that. I've actually done something like that. If I say, instead of saying just use a fast pass, I say when you get to Epcot, split your party up. Send one part over to Soren to get your fast passes, then go on test track. And then when you're done, wait till your fast passes are ready, and then go over to Soren and get your second fast pass. You're going to say, hmm, there's more expertise there. There's more genuine, it's an honest piece. There's some actual value there. The person knows what they're talking about. The problem comes when a lot of people are using authors to write pieces because you may know the expertise, but you can't. You're, maybe you're not an author and you can't convey that to someone really well. So it's, sometimes it's beneficial to either work with a client or find an expert in that particular field, have them write it out bullet points or kind of give you a loose interpretation, and then pass it on to someone who's maybe better at the writing and making it a little bit more dynamic, get the English better, get the grammar right, and then send it back to be checked. And I know it's a longer process and it takes longer, and if it's a client work, sometimes you have to get the client involved and they may not be wanting to do that, they just want a hands-off operation. But... You know, in the end, you get a better piece for it, and it's more valuable, and that's the thing that's going to get you more links, more votes, more recognition. So you're saying that the content is being written by the wrong person. That uh... yeah, I'm saying they're just they're kind of forcing it out. Like if you look at a lot of places, you know, it's 
you know, top ten ways to walk your dog, and people are just they're throwing in generic tips. There's there's no authenticity behind it. When you see it, you don't get the vibe saying, okay, this person is an expert. They just they're throwing out some stuff. They probably went and they googled a couple things, and they just you know they did this just because they're looking to get it out the door as quickly as they can, turn over the clients, and that's the billable. And I just think a lot of people, if they took a little bit more time, crafted the piece, got some expert opinions involved. Again, it's like when you're watching the weather. If the same person who's giving you the weather is the same person who gave you the entertainment news five minutes before, you probably don't believe that person as much as the person who's a meteorologist. They use the better terms. They, they're more familiar. It's just that it comes across in a completely different way. It's maybe not something you can measure, but you as a, as a listener or a reader, you can tell when someone actually knows what they're doing and when they care about what they're writing about. Do you, have you gotten feedback on that, or is that just you as a reader? I mean, um, do you think people are really clients, that? Clients, some clients don't necessarily want to do that um, just because it's a, it's a longer process um, and it requires them getting involved. But the clients who understand they're saying, I'm in it for the long haul and it's going to be better for me if I do this, um, they get it. You know, there's some, you just got to explain to them why. Again, again you're not going to get everybody to convince, but usually if you can tell them it's going to help you, it's a help me help you kind of thing, usually you get a little bit better feedback from them and more participation. Very good. You were just on a panel a few minutes ago. It was uh, bot herding. Mm-hmm. What did you guys talk about? Um, basically, we're, you know, there's some discussion now whether bot herding is good or bad, whether you're supposed to use nofollow to sculpt your page rank. You know, is it really, does it help you? Does it hurt you? Is it a flag for the search engines? And you know, what are the, the ups and downsides of it? Um, most of the people generally believe that there's some upside to it. You know, the search engines, there's, a, there's some maintenance issues. If you, constantly, if you do this, you've constantly got to keep it up on your site, whereas when you do a redesign, you've got to make sure you re-implement it over again, that sort of thing. Um, and then after that, you know, it's you get sometimes the sites are very complex, and you've got to kind of make sure that you don't shoot yourself in the foot. You don't tell it to index something here and then no follow it there, and you just got to make sure that things are generally consistent. But most people usually do um, get some benefit out of it. One of the things that's a little up in the air is you know how search engines are going to treat it. Right now, they said they're okay; it's not a, a red flag, that kind of thing. But We've seen in the past where they said, you know, this is okay today, but a few years right. down the road, that particularly changes. And, you know, you've got to kind of, and at that point, you've got to say, now I've got to go back and I've got to rechange my website. So there's some, diff- there's some debate there. How are people using this in a kind of deceitful um, way at all? You could use it in a deceitful way. Um, basically, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people used to use JavaScript to hoard page rank in the past, and they didn't always do it with the best of intentions, and some people, you know, Whatever tool you give someone, someone's gonna you know someone's gonna abuse it. But it's like a hammer. You can use a, most people are using a hammer to build a house or to put pieces of wood together. But there's you know that occasional person is gonna break a window. With it. So, uh, did you give any tips for? Um, the biggest tip is is really just be consistent. Make sure that your your robots file is in conjunction with your with your no follow tags with your and with your you know uh, everything kind of jive. That's really the biggest thing that you can do that makes everything work. Um, the second biggest thing is decide. Whether that's a page that you want in the index. Um, an example I gave in the presentation was a lawyer's website. Basically, they had 70 people, their bios on this page, and they didn't have enough content. They had more bio pages than they had actual content. So it just it was disproportionate. You know, Once they turned off all of the lower people and just left the people who were the three founders in there, again, they saw a dramatic increase. So it's just decide... Is your page is that a page that I want in the index? And if it's not, you know, then block it out and make sure you're blocking it out for the right reasons. Awesome. I think that will really help a lot of our listeners, hopefully. And there's a lot more to look forward to at SMX. Um, we'll be covering some more of that soon. Thanks again, Michael. Thank you for having me.
And uh, you're listening to SEM Synergy. Stick around. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads, all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour, adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host, David Zatella, and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. This is Virginia Nassi here with Derek Wheeler. Derek is the Senior SEO Architect of Microsoft. Thanks for coming on the show, Derek. Thanks for having me. Um, so for our listeners who don't know what a SEO Architect does, could you give us a little background? Sure. Um, my role with Microsoft is as an in-house SEO specialist or kind of a consultant. Um, for any web properties on Microsoft.com, which confuses people because Microsoft owns a search engine, so why mm-hmm. would they need their site optimized? But just up until recently, as uh, Microsoft sites are being developed, they didn't really consider 
organic search optimization. Uh, they knew they needed some help there and uh, then did a search. And I was actually researching where I worked before for to hire people. And I came across the job posting was like, hey, that looks like a good opportunity. So um, I applied. And my role is really to, um, because we're a small group, um, and one SEO can't optimize a site that big. Mm-hmm. And we have thousands of individual websites that make up Microsoft.com. They all have different site managers, uh, marketers. Some work with SEO agencies, various SEO agencies. Some have internal SEO people, but they all do it their own way. And my job is to really um, identify the best practices that we should all follow, mm-hmm. um, select the tools that we should use to help us optimize our site, create the processes, uh, the reporting, so everybody's reports look the same, so we can create kind of all up over, you know, executive level reports, and um, uh, enable marketers and site managers to be able to apply best practices to their pages. And at the same time, you know, we're trying to actually crawl our own site to uncover issues. So the site is like this moving target. It's constantly growing, constantly moving. So one of my roles is to diagnose existing issues and uh, uh, decide on projects that, uh, that we should address, things that we should do to fix these issues, prioritize them, and then try to engage with those different site owners to fix the problems. Mm-hmm. And then another role would be to get in front of the site before pages are developed, get to have SEO kind of become integrated into the overall web design, publishing process to get people thinking about it so we're not constantly fixing things or changing things. We're actually building sites that have SEO in mind, you know, as they're being published. So those are some of my things I do each day. Have all the sites kind of seen the same amount of time in front of you? Or, like, how do you prioritize between which sites to work on. Okay. Well, we have, uh, uh, we call it the Search Center of Excellence, and that's for our campaign sites. So if someone's launching a campaign around a specific product, they have to follow the guidance in these centers of excellence, and one of that, one of those uh, centers of excellence is the Search Center of Excellence. So that's kind of how we deal with campaign sites. A lot of campaign sites have agencies that build them, and they actually work sometimes with an SEO agency, so they have to follow the guidelines that we have uh, within that center of excellence. Mm-hmm. So that's one way we we kind of work with people without really working with them is we provide the the, the framework and the, the tools and the process that they should follow. Did you help develop that the center uh, for excellence? Uh, it was it was it was already you know in the works before I got there, but um, I reviewed content. Um, I made sure that we weren't recommending anything that might not be considered a best practice because we're Microsoft we're going to get extra scrutiny on the SEO tactics that we use on our site so we have to be very conservative uh, otherwise it could be kind of a, a little bit of a PR you know issue hey how come Microsoft is using this tactic you know but on the webmaster guidelines on live search says not to do that and that's one of the problems when we have different people working with different SEO agencies different SEO agencies have different definitions of what's, you know, black hat, white hat, you know, that kind of thing. So we need a single, you know, point of view on some of that stuff. That's what we have, the center of excellence. Um, But that's just for campaign sites. 
so for the rest of the site, what we've done is we've we've crawled the site using uh, a crawler that we had uh, built, not the live search crawler, a separate crawler. It's pretty industrial strength. Um, and from that, we were able to identify what I consider the top issues, SEO-related issues that are site-wide. Um, I kind of call it the site-wide keyword agnostic approach. So, um, and those issues are redirects. 40% of the links on our site go through redirects, which means it takes an engine longer to crawl our site. It basically, for every request, every, every unique page on our site is two requests. So when you talk about millions and millions of pages, that adds a lot of time that it takes for a search engine to crawl us. So we want to try to minimize that. So one of the top issues we want to address is uh, all of these redirects. But the problem is there's not just one source of all these redirects. There might be 10 different sources on 10 different sections of the site. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to even go in even deeper and say, okay, of this issue that we've identified as being a problem, now we have to find the biggest source of that problem and reach out to that group or that website and say, we've identified a problem. Um, it's not just a problem for your section. It actually is a problem for our entire site because it might prevent other sections of our site from getting indexed. So we want to help you address this problem, and then we engage with them. And uh, that's the point we're at now with some of these issues. And what we might find is they might say, we can't fix that because we have this requirement, this requirement, this requirement, and we're, then we'll either have to come up with a workaround or kind of ignore that issue for now and then move on to the next thing. But we're a small SEO team. We might even recommend that they engage with the, an SEO agency to help them solve the problem. It really just depends on you know, what their uh, publishing schedule's like, what kind of platform you know, they're on, what their content management system is. I've heard we have over 30 different content management systems. Maybe five or six of those are used significantly on the site. Mm -hmm. So just even identifying what section of the site uses which content management system to try to fix problems at the source is a challenge for us. So most of what I do on a daily basis is try to help our websites master the basics, which are things like title tags, not using redirects, um, uh, trying to uh, manage the robots.txt file to exclude potential, you know, duplicate content areas. Just those basic things that, for a site of you know, like a thousand pages or even a hundred thousand pages, would be you know a three or four day job, is a month long ongoing process for us. It sounds like um, you obviously looked at quite a few sites. So, do you have any? Um, Recommendations for other SEOs um, as they're working in just making the process maybe more efficient? Um, yeah, you know, it all really depends on uh, the, what, what we recommend our sites do is uh, first is understand your keyword market, right? Do some keyword research, at least get a feel for what that, how big that market is and how big that keyword market is and whether it's like a, a small number of high volume keyword phrases or whether it's a, um, a, a lot of sort of um, esoteric, you know, the long tail keyword phrases, that's really going to dictate their overall strategy. But even, so once they understand that keyword market, it's going to give them an idea on whether they need to focus on um, kind of large scale issues 
to capture the long tail, the structural issues, the basic, do our pages have appropriate title tags? If their keyword market is a lot of the, and some, some sites have both types of keyword markets, if, if a lot of their keyword market or their, their highest value phrases are just high volume competitive, then they need to focus more on their content, their uniqueness, their link building, that kind of thing. So the keyword research, that's gonna determine kind of your overall approach, then get baselines, right? We need to make sure that anybody who's going to engage in SEO on our site uh, needs to get collect all their baseline data. So they need to get their index values. They need to get the rankings for those business-critical keyword phrases. They need to understand the traffic that they get to their site. And uh, if they do have conversions, what the conversions are from the organic traffic and look at different percentages of organic traffic versus paid versus total traffic and just start collecting those. Before we engage with anyone, we really want them to do those two things first. And then, depending on what, what they learn from all of that, um, that kind of tells them where to focus. Most of the time, at that point, I would recommend a um, technical audit of a website where you actually go in and look at some of the, you know, how do we deal with cookies, what kind of links can a search engine get in and crawl all of our pages. You know, we're lucky we have access to a, a crawler that can crawl our site. There's companies out there like Axiom that has crawlers. There's free crawlers like Xenu. If you have a big site, those can cause problems for those crawlers. But somehow you need to be able to look at your site from a search engine perspective and make a list of every single potential barrier to getting your success and then kind of prioritize based on what you think the business impact is going to be versus how much effort it's going to take versus when your next redesign is because you don't want to spend a lot of time on something if you're going to just be just redesigning it um, later. And then, once that structural audit's in place, you basically have your list of all the things you need to fix. Then that's when you focus on your content. Then you start focusing on page-level optimization, which is selecting your keywords, associating them with the page, writing your title tags, uh, your descriptions, making sure you use the keyword in the text, and then tracking your changes. One of the things that I like to focus on, if you want to drive traffic quickly, um, is once you run that first ranking report, if you focus on the keyword phrases where you're on page one, but you're like position 10 or eight or seven, it's easier to optimize those pages and move up higher on the first page because your click-through rate's gonna be much higher. Some of the reports that came out, it's like 40% of the people click on the top organic listing or 30%. So if you can move from position five to position two, you might see a 10% increase in click-through rate just from one keyword phrase. So sometimes that's a good approach, is to target those kind of keywords. Other times it's better just to say, let me try to get all of my product pages indexed and be relevant for thousands of different keywords. Um, and then after that, it's really all about ongoing reporting. So you've got your report set up, you run a monthly, you look at where you're ranking, you make decisions on whether you want to focus on certain keyword phrases or whether you want to focus on fixing some of the architecture issues and uh, you know, just keep looking at the results and tweaking and trying to make sure that as things are getting pushed out or published, uh, that, the, that SEO is being considered. And then you should always be thinking about your next redesign. Ongoing. Right? And then, I mean, I could go for an hour about what you need to think about with your redesign, but it's a little bit different process for that because the site's not created yet. Mm -hmm. But it's the perfect point to think, how does my understanding of my keyword market, how should that influence my, inf my, my information architecture? 
you know. And then when you get to the wireframe process, the wireframes, you can start to look at different boxes and say, this box looks like it might be for related products. We need to make sure when we when we um, link to these related pro products that we're linking to them to the same exact URL as if we navigated to them directly. And so each phase of that redesign process, you need to be thinking about what are those issues you're trying to avoid that are going to cost you five times more later to try and fix, mm -hmm. um, you know, as you're having the site built. Right. But, but there's Microsoft sites being built all the time that I'm not even aware of. Mm -hmm. So our challenge is getting, is ensuring that all those sites as they're being built have some little check off saying, yeah, you know, we've, we've incorporated SEO into this and then someone actually looks at it and says, looks good, or they're involved all through that process. And that's, that's kind of where we're at now is making sure that we're involved somehow in that, in that, uh, that process. That is some really valuable insight. I think that uh, all our listeners will be able to take something away from, you know, an SEO with all years experience at such a huge online presence. So thanks, Derek, for speaking with me. Thank you. Anytime. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM, and they will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media friend finder friend finder the world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit making opportunities for webmasters just like you with friend finders ability to geo target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet wallet Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Welcome to Webcology. Our guest was recently the head evangelist for Ask.com, Gary Price. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him to talk about Ask.com, although I certainly hope he can say a little bit. The last time I had the pleasure of seeing you was in Santa Clara at SNX West. Oh, that's right, um, back in the Ask.com days. What yeah, a nice segue. A that's a brilliant segue. I worked on that the entire break. <laughs> Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Search Engine Marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. This is Virginia Nessie with SEM Synergy. Thanks for joining us again. So by now you've heard from 
Michael Gray and Derek Wheeler. Um, I think that they all had some pretty valuable information to give us. Um, and just as a little close for the show, because SMX is still going on, today, the day you're listening to this Wednesday, is the uh, final day of the show. And if you are not here, you're definitely missing out. I have to say that I've never had so much information thrown at me, but in a very like digestible and um, and friendly manner, um, because we just sat through um, some sessions with some of the top people in the industry, and everyone is very willing to share, talk, and get to know one another. Basically, the networking opportunities are also unmatched. Um, last night, Monday night, was Microsoft's party. It was at the Olympic Sculpture Park, um, a lovely venue, and there was just a good group of people there. Um, everyone was uh, introducing themselves and handing out cards and ready to be of help and service and really marketing their, their, uh, their companies and brands with the best kind of what I think uh, sales pitch, which is just a smile and a handshake. And then again, you know, there's definitely opportunities like uh, Tuesday night's um, After Dark event, which is sure to be great. And you'll have to check out next week's show for a recap of all the happenings that went on here at SMX Advanced. Also, um, want everybody to check out the blog because there are some really quality posts up there from Lisa and myself that, uh, that if you aren't here, could give you just a little bit of insight onto the types of discussion topics that are really hot in the industry right now, like like buying sites, buying links, um, valuating your your SEM business, and and others. And again, that's going to be continually updated throughout the day, so you want to check that out. Um, in fact, after Matt's Q and A session just now, um, I introduced myself to him, and. Um, he's a really awesome guy, you know, he's got that, uh, that winning smile, but he said to me that he had been reading already, you know, a lot of the, the blogs because, you know, any industry blogger is at this event and there's probably like 20 blogs out there at least that are offering up this kind of information, um, from the event, but he's reading them all and he's scanning them and he's making his own posts about them. So it really gives you a feel for the fact that this industry is always listening to each other and has their ears to the blogs and the newsletters and the articles and the places where people congregate to speak. And this is just a great example of that. So I hope that you will join us next week when we recap uh, SMX Advanced and also talk to some more guests and cover news and all the great things that you come by for. So thanks for joining us.